Hey everyone, this is Scott Levin, Chief Peacekeeper, and I am here with my good friend, Lara Brunstrom. How are you, Lara? So good. So good. So Lara so good. A, a, uh, is a, a divorce and life coach. Uh, we work together or we work with clients that are going through divorce, sometimes together, sometimes, of course, not. Um, and we've recorded a few of these videos in the past to talk about uh, and give advice about uh, issues relating to divorce. And today, we thought a really good topic would be uh, effective and ineffective communication between two parties while a divorce is ongoing. Whether you're working with a mediator like myself or, go, or you have two attorneys and you're going through the court system, communication is still going to be ongoing and and hugely important. So, uh, Laura, what are your when I say communication uh, during divorce? Kind of start us off. What what are you, what are some of your initial thoughts? Do it right. No. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, effective and ineffective is a huge. Just like if we could put it into two categories or two buckets. Um, you know, you can take the high road or you can dig in, and if especially if we're sharing a client and mediation is the goal taking the high road choosing effective communication is it's key because you you really can't be in a room with somebody throwing daggers and buying into the jabs and allowing yourself to reply to any kind of stuff that is thrown your way that's for sure <laughs> you can I, I'm going to keep it clean. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hard. Um, you know, there's, and and I'm going to back us up for a minute because every week tends to bloom some sort of theme that happens throughout the week, at least in my world. And self-awareness is kind of my public service announcement for the day, which is my mentor coach said this to me when I started coaching and she said, and it was something I learned personally, but then also going through coaching certification, which is what bugs me about you is actually about me. Ooh. And that is a huge light bulb moment for people going through divorce, because a lot of times when you are throwing those daggers and you are being mean intentionally, because I'm pretty sure people know they're doing it. Um, it turns out that if you hold that mirror up to yourself, it is likely something that you don't like in yourself or an insecurity or your need for control. And the, the best example I can give that doesn't have anything to do with divorce. It was when I was raising my son, I would say the absolute, and you have three boys, so uh -huh. you'll appreciate this. The absolute worst parenting moments I ever had were when I saw something in him I didn't like about myself. And that's when I was like, oh, I could have handled that way better. And then I realized I was like, oh, that's something I don't that I do that I don't know. Like, I don't want him to have that. So when you translate that into to divorce, a lot of times that comes hurtful, right? It shows up as pain. And so then if we transition that back into communication, effective and ineffective. Um, if somebody sends you, I'm sure you're, you, we were just talking about this before we got online, those long text messages that you're like, what, like, <laughs> what do I even do with that? And so many of my clients are like freaking out because they don't know that it's, it's they're crying or they're pissed or they don't know how to respond. 
And if I read it, because I'm emotionally detached from it, I'm like, well, this one line right here is asking about next Friday, if they can pick up two hours early. You're nodding loudly. Yeah, yeah. So all of that other stuff doesn't have anything to do with it. So if you can weed through and find the one little line in there and that five screen text message that actually is asking you something and only respond to that, that's where we're falling into effective communication. I would imagine in mediation, it's really similar. You know, there's there's a lot of things said and then there's what the actual point is. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting when when I see, I mean, those long emails and text threads that go back and forth when I'm put on them, I mean, they just, that's not effective communication about a divorce. A divorce is emotional as it is. More of a, you know, the more that you can get down to brass taxes, the more efficient and effective you'll be about, you know, what it is that you want your divorce to and your post-divorce life to look like and, and feel like and work like. Um, but when I'm am put on those communications, I am ignore I because I'm detached, you know, I'm ignoring all of the the stuff that is irrelevant to my role. And I'm finding just like you said, those those what are the what's the actual point of this? Mm-hmm. If there's no point, most of my most often my response will be like, how does this help us get from where we are to where we want to go? Um, and the less that we're talking, although it's relevant to their relationship, the less that we're talking about what happened in 2016, <laughs> and the more we're talking about where we are now and where we want and how we want this to look like in 2025 or 2027 and beyond, uh, you know, that's the better solution and that's the better path. Um, and all of those uh, discussions about what you did to me or what, how you didn't do this and that, you know, that in written word, the, the less that that happens, the more effective that, that, uh, the mediation process can be for two people. Absolutely. That's why I love getting a hold of people before they get to you. So I, they can show up processing 2017. They're already they're It's done. It's in a bucket. It's over in the corner. We're leaving it there. So when we show up for mediation, we're done throwing all of that information out because it's, it's not useful. It's certainly not useful. And there is a, um, there's a response. It's called BIF. It's brief, informative, factual, friendly. Yeah, That is it. So you can take a five screen text message and respond with two sentences. You don't have to be mean. You're just very brief to the point. It's informative. Yes. Friday earlier works. Factual, friendly. I have a, a, a client right now who's, um, it's a stay-at-home mom of four kids and a working dad like outside of the home and one of the things he just sent her recently was because you're unemployed (laughs) and i'm like Uh, meanwhile we know that you know working in the house is probably the hardest job you know so um, i'm like that that was super helpful thank you for that like it's just so those that the undercurrent of that doesn't help like like you said how does this service how is this making this process any easier so well, it's just going to result in an emotional response because you're saying exactly exactly that's not what you're hoping for then you shouldn't lead with that 
Yeah. And I think sometimes people really are hoping for the emotional response. They're getting off on the, the banter or back and forth. And the more you can rise above that and just weed out that one liner and be really informative, factual, friendly, like that's it. Just you sometimes it. edit. Uh, do you have clients that send you uh, communications before they're sent to their? Spouse? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I write most of it. Like I help them and developing that skill over time because I'll start and I'll be like, okay, let's read, like, let's, let's read it. Okay. Here's the one or two lines that matter. Get rid of all the rest. Let's write a two, two line response. And then I'll do it a few times and they'll see how it works. And it really shuts down the other side because if you don't take the bait, like there's nothing, there's no banter back and forth. Cause then you just answered the question. Yeah. So then they'll start trying and they'll, they'll say, okay, how does this sound? You know, so we'll, we'll practice, like I'll, I'll display it a few times and then they'll start practicing it. And hopefully by the time they get to mediation, they're so practiced and just really just being non-confrontational that they can have that conversation. And I've said this, I'm sure we've said it on one of these settings before you don't get to divorce by being a good communicator with your spouse. Like, there you go. There's something likely broken in the communication system. So as a coach, that's a huge part of what I work with them on is how, okay, this is a new dynamic. This is a new setup. How is it best to start communicating and staying away from the ineffective just to tap on that? I mean, I love staying on the positive side. Sure. I was, I was thinking, what are like the bullet phrases that people say, especially like in mediation, I had one client who really just wanted to keep saying that they were entitled. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I'd go in with that word. Like that's, that tends to be a buzzword. What you deserve, right? What I deserve. I'm entitled to this. The other one is you never, or you always things to avoid, right? Like, cause, cause nobody always does. No, something. you're right. Those are, those are hurtful ways of framing things. Even one if of my, one of my personal favorites that I was affected by was, I know you don't care about this, but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, do I not care about that? So, or using past push buttons, like in that, you know, you know, it pushes their buttons, you know, it's going to get them riled up. Those bullet phrases I work really hard on just making those evaporate before they come to you. So they are trained in what's, what's the point? What are we trying to get to? If we're talking about this, we don't need to go back to 2017. We need to stay right here in the present moment. Now forward. How are we going to get this? Resolved? And it doesn't mean that you can't follow up with what's after the, but, cause that's what you're really communicating about. But you're getting rid of the first part, which puts the person on the defensive, which makes them not want to be open to whatever it is comes next. Absolutely. So, you know, when you're in business, a lot of times when you get a, a mean message or someone's upset and you, they often say like, you know, wait a second, you can write out the whole email, get it out what you want to say, and then just click delete. Right. So you get it out of your system and then you can respond more, you know, uh, less emotionally. Now, in divorce, you know, it, there's no greater emotionally, you know, hot kind of situation that you find yourself in in your life. But that doesn't mean that you can't put these uh, uh, tools into practice that, that Laura is suggesting and helps her clients with 
in order to make the most effective result for your in your best interest. That's what this is all about. Framing your communication in a way that helps you achieve what you want and putting the person on the defensive and getting them their blood to boil and accusing them of always, you know, I know that you didn't, you know, you've never cared about your kids, but, you know, yes. how does that help us in any way? So effective communication. And then the big takeaway from my, from my perspective is, you know, divorce isn't settled by, by uh, email, um, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I, th- I actually think that's the, the the big the biggest issue in divorce in the divorce world is that younger attorneys they don't know how to negotiate directly with cu- human beings they've lost mm-hmm. that skill it's all about email and they'll sit there pounding away on their keyboard and they can say whatever they want and they're emotional they're fired up for their clients yep um, and they're pissing the other off attorneys off and they're getting them fired up. But how is that solving this? These things need to be hashed out with direct communication, at least if mediation is an option. When my clients start firing off emails back and forth, it doesn't help us move forward. We need to get into a meeting or a Zoom or a phone call and talk about what really is the issue and get over it so that we can then get back on track. Absolutely. And I would I would expand that. I would like if you're going divorce, I would expand that to everything. I mean, I have a 23 year old son. If anything ever gets hot and he's texting, I'm like, pick up the phone, yeah. <laughs> make a phone call, have a conversation. Cause you can read so much tone. And I mean, all the voices that we have in our head all the time. And then you add some written words and then you add in inflection in places that maybe it was or wasn't intended. I 100% agree. I would say that's global and especially in mediation and divorce is you have to have the conversation and the more grounded you are and the more self-aware you are and the more practiced you are at effective communication without damage, without the intent of causing damage, the better. Like if I can deliver clients to you with that skill set, somewhat practiced, I mean, you're already really good, but that just, that boosts up the scenario even better. I agree. Um, So I'm going to write in how you, in the comments here, how you can get a hold of Laura, but Laura, do you want to talk a little bit about how people can reach you real quick? Uh, I put it in the notes. I mean, I'm online at sterlingfirecoaching.com. Um, work all over the country. Virtually. Work all over, which is a blast. I love working in different parts of the country. Um, 